Good evening, hockey fans. Been a long week here, guys. We haven't been with you guys in a little bit here, trying to keep up to date with everything going on in the social medias. But we finally have a chance now to catch up on episode number eight today, guys. So lots ca- coming up here. Montreal's moving on to the Stanley Cup Finals, and we can't wait to see who, who uh, the Montreal team will play here on Monday. So, Jelly, let's get into it, buddy. What's up, Johnny? How you doing, man? I'm doing fucking fantastic, man. I am over the moon right now. I, uh, I'm still shaking. I, I <laughs> cried a little bit. It is, um, hard to believe that the, the Montreal Canadiens, now keep this in mind, the last place team to qualify for the Stanley Cup playoffs, a team that had less wins in regulation than the Calgary Flames is moving on to the Calgary or to the Stanley Cup finals. I don't know why I said Calgary there again, but whatever. You just wish it was Calgary too there. Holy shit, John. Uh, it, it, it was unbelievable, man. Like I, okay, you and Nikki and Sam and Grant and all these guys here and, and and girls and it's just like you guys are just converted me into like a Habs fan. And I mean, it, I have a bit of rights though. I was born in Quebec, so I feel like you guys can accept me back. Like, hey, I fucked up, but <laughs> <laughs> but man, they have played so good. Ever since the game one loss, it just seemed like everything was a part of their game plan essentially like don't you agree like the game one was the rusty game that we talked about that was our last yeah. episode it was game one that was the the rusty game we talked about that yeah the, the passing was off the, the the every the d zone was terrible then and they just tuned it up after that game like they yeah, just they, yeah they it, fixed it it's crazy to me man like think like again like again i after game one i'm like okay here it is, right? Like I was optimistic that Montreal could still win because they beat Toronto, they beat they manhandled Winnipeg. But after that game, I'm like, oh god, here we go. We're we're running into a really good hockey team. And Vegas played their best game tonight. They were lights out. But wait, Jelly, just wait till but, Montreal plays a real team, though. I, right? That's after the first game. I'm like, <laughs> oh god, here we go. Right? Like shit. We this is where this is where the party ends, right? No sir, no sir fucking find a way just they, they just are like their top four d men are incredible. rock stars man they're fucking good well, like, and, cool. and it's funny because I, I remember you were like i'm not really an edmondson fan and i, I don't know uh, right like it, and i was like johnny just wait buddy like just these guys are they're set up for playoff hockey man that stout four defense defensemen gustafson's been playing fine right like they don't really get much ice time let's be honest but power play, though. I mean, granted, like the, the, he does eat up a little bit there. So, I mean, that helps. It's a hot take here. The defensive core is one on this. That's the reason they're this far. Carey Price has been great, especially the first round. He had to be great, right? And he was. JP's but, hot take here is they play better without Ducharme behind the bench. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't even care at this point, man. I, I, I don't know, man. Like, Isn't it ironic, though? They had the worst... Overtime loss record. I well, actually, outside of Dallas, they had eleven. But they had eleven overtime losses this year. They couldn't win in overtime. That includes shootouts too, does it not? Mm, yes, it does. But still, regardless, eleven overtime losses. Regardless, but isn't it funny though? What? Ever since Cole Caulfield came in the lineup, they started winning. It goes away. I, 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 here's the thing, right? 
here's another crazy thing, okay? Montreal lost five games going into the into the playoffs. They were they were like one and eight or something stupid going into the playoffs. The only reason they made it was because Calgary laid a fucking egg. Calgary sucked. They're terrible. They now, sneak okay. in, and this is a night. This is a completely different team, man. Top to bottom, this team is set up to win. Role reversal. Now, does Calgary do the same thing though? No, and and no, I'm going to answer myself. Not. No, not a not they a would chance. Have been absolutely shit pumped by by Toronto. This is John. I, I, like I'm just thinking about this shit now. It, it, Montreal has no business being here yet. Here they are, and and Lekkinen's line, Dano and Gallagher had no points this series. Guess who? Who? Guess who scores a beautiful overtime goal from Gallagher's? What an unbelievable play, play though at the blue line there though. By, like, by Dano? To, like, oh my yeah, God. like to suck over the D man and all the back checkers coming towards him, and, and then, then the opening up that wide, the left hand lane there for Dano. Uh, yeah. Oh, jeez. Lekkinen, sorry. And and the way he just, it was a quick release. That's all he needed to do was that quick release on net. That's all he did. And guess you what? You put the pucks on net, and it goes in. Like, unbelievable, yeah. man. It was so good. I'm so fired up for Montreal. Again, you have a new fan of me. If they win the cup, I'll get a tattoo with you, buddy. Fucking A, let's do it, big boy. Yeah. Me and Jolly will get couples tattoos. How about that? I already got mine. I just need to I, I'm comfortable now. I wasn't gonna post it online anywhere because I don't want to jinx them, but we're gonna do it now. Mm-mm. We got a little bit of a break. No. Okay. Hold up. Not yet. Not no, no, no. No, no. We're not, we're not changing anything. a fucking thing here. Okay. There's one thing John knows about me. It's or you know, John, is it's how superstitious I am. There's nothing's changing. The Jelly, I didn't fucking move from the couch today. Like I literally sat in the same spot, and then so it's kind of funny. So in our house, like we have that U-shaped uh, sectional in the bonus room, yep. and then we have that big chair, like the one that you sat in that one night there. Yeah. So I think it's great. I love Nelson, that's, my, that's Captain's chair. Whenever, that's my chair, all right. Whenever Montreal scored, Nelson was in that chair, and whenever they tie scored that two, fucking dog to that chair, all right? <laughs> tie him to it. And then Puck, my cat, would be right beside me, every goal. I, I am not even kidding. Every yeah. goal that they didn't score or that they that Vegas scored, they weren't there. Unacceptable. Your animals need to learn where the fuck they need to be. It's, I it's think funny. even like, they're learning it. About, yeah. <laughs> we're talking about this, right? And I'm like, I'm I'm so superstitious. I'm a goalie, right? Of course I'm superstitious. But it's like I have a routine. If it's a work day, I go to the office. And during the playoffs, if they're playing, actually I'll be in vacation which really sucks, by the way, for this, but whatever. I got to go take time off and do whatever, apparently. Um, <laughs> we have, like, a routine. Like, Kendra sits in the spot I where I put the same blanket on my legs. I make sure I pee at the same time. Like, I am, like, I, go, <laughs> I work out. Either I go to the driving range or I hit the weights before the game and, like, have a shower and after the first period. Like, I, it's to a T, man, this fucking routine. Oh, I don't know, man. This is crazy. Montreal Canadiens are in the Stanley Cup Finals, John. So now we, we wrote this team off. We did episode one and two for all the <laughs> listeners. If you want to go back to episode one and two at one, uh, what one hour and fifty-five minutes in episode number one, you'll yeah. hear us absolutely slamming Montreal. I'm talking dissipating these guys saying how big duds they are and you know and what then, at that time though they were big duds they, they were, were awful. they were terrible they were awful they didn't play the this, it's not the same team and then same in episode two that's when they were down three games to one like that, completely that one, different or no sorry episode yeah no it was episode two, episode yeah. two is uh three games to one 
Like it was three two, I think, at that point, was it not? Because it might have we been were, actually. We yeah, were gonna you, absolutely shit on them, and yeah. then they won that night. Yeah, before we recorded, so we like toned it down a little bit, but we were still over Bergevin and stuff. And now Bergevin's my favorite guy. The passion, <laughs> man. You you saw him celebrate after he was like a little kid on Christmas morning who just got his favorite toy. Like he is, was. Is that red suit not iconic now? Like that right. should go in the Hockey Hall of Fame. Yeah, if they win the Stanley Cup, it's going in the Hockey Hall. There's no question. It has to, right? Man, it should go in now. This is crazy. I can't believe it, John. Like I am, I'm still sweating. I'm shaking. I have chills now. Like this is a mess over here right now. So I am emotional. It, this is fucking awesome. Wouldn't be, wouldn't it be? Sorry, I can't talk now. I'm so jittery. Um, ironic now that in 1993 was the last time the, the Canadian team won a Stanley Cup. Keep going. Don't skip a step here, though. I'm not. Or, I'm not. That's it. No, You're done. No, 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 no. Sorry, oh. I, I'm. I'm gathering my thoughts here. Okay. I got so much in my brain right now. I'm just. Who was the last team that won the Stanley Cup? Montreal won the last Stanley Cup. How last ironic. Canadian team to win the Stanley Cup. By yeah. the way, let's throw that out there. Do you think they're the ones to end the jinx? It would, uh, like they they they, they have a tall task, like and I, I, Tampa or Islanders. That's how, that's gonna be a tough series, regardless. We'll but, get to that. Let's just talk about Montreal right now. But do you think right? they get? Do you think they're the ones that break the curse, Johnny? It would be a story, and and that's kind of where I I've said this has shades. Like, and obviously, I'm really I wasn't I was only three years old during that. I don't remember those times. But this has shades of like 04 Flames, right? The underdog, the guys who aren't supposed to be there, right? Whatever. This has shades of that, but it feels more like this team can win. I think they have the team to do it. Yeah. They don't fucking quit. They had every excuse to stop tonight after Martinez scored in the third period and roll over and die, but they didn't. They stuck to their guns. They they kept doing what they were doing, right? And it, it just pays off. Like it, it, That's how this... That's how, it, well, I don't even know what to say, man. This is crazy. It's so, absolutely crazy. Let's not forget, too, right? Like, so Montreal was the first team or the last Canadian team to win the Stanley Cup 93, right? Correct. They yep. haven't been back to the Stanley Cup finals till this year. I know. It's, Wouldn't it's that be nuts. perfect? Wouldn't this just be the perfect story? 28 years later, man. 28 years later. Yeah. They haven't made it in 28 years, and now they're back in the final. Like, come on. They're winning this. No, I'm not going to jinx it. But I feel good. They, I am okay. Um, so I believe they will have a strong shot. Why? Because hey, guess what? All you naysayers out there, they finally played a good hockey team. Actually, they played two good hockey teams. They played Toronto, who had 77 points and was almost the president cup winner. Let's just fucking remember that for one second. And then yep. also now they just beat out the president trophy winner, the Vegas Golden Knights. Quite handedly, I might say, quite handedly as well. Vegas, they're fucking stars. Where were they? Stone, I think, was injured, and he was not playing himself. No, he, he was shining. Marcia so was probably like the biggest ghost I've ever seen. Guy go, lights it up in Colorado, and then kind of goes, "Oh, Montreal, hmm, this should be easy," and then gets cakewalk. Can, can I just stop you for one second? Because we fuck up a lot on this podcast. I remember one time I said Jeff Petrie played his 100th game and go, or got his 100th. I heard that today, actually, too. But it wasn't him. It was Perry. It was Corey Perry. The Vegas Golden Knights did not win the President's Cup trophy this year. Despite yeah, they did. Just, no, they didn't. Colorado won. They held the tiebreaker, remember? How? Vegas had 40 wins. Colorado had 39, but they had over two overtime losses. They were tied 82-82. 
Vegas or Colorado hold the tiebreaker against Vegas. I thought Vegas won because I had the more wins. No, sir. Colorado. Are you got sure? The, yeah, I guarantee. I'm looking at it right now. That Colorado has a little P beside their name. That's presidents, hmm. right? Okay, well, anyways, anyways Vegas should have been president because they had 40 wins. We fuck, fuck up a lot. I'm just trying oh. to keep this shit on the rails today, John. All right. I, I don't think we are, but either way, and then Vegas on top of that had that explosive offense. They absolutely destroyed Colorado in the second round. They have like they, four like top lines. <laughs> like they had their D men stepping up everywhere. Okay, like they have two solid goalies in net. Montreal no no place beating you know they 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 okay and honestly they didn't they had no place beating Vegas but guess what Montreal did though Montreal stuck to their guns they played their game they trapped and played defense unbelievably well and what they had thirty straight penalties killed yeah they had uh, did they get them they may have got one more penalty kill off after that too I think thirty or thirty one I think it was it, off it, top it's of my head thirty or thirty one now it, yeah they haven't given up a power play goal since what game one? who does that. Like, dude, and 31 it's not like penalty kill. Like, that's unbelievable, man. Against yeah, that team, and yeah. even and even Winnipeg, or no, I guess they Toronto. Were... Think about Toronto, man, because because I think that was after like game one or two, right? Of the Winnipeg of... series, I think. Yeah. No, I thought it was. I thought it was Toronto. I could be wrong, though. Okay. I, who knows? Whatever, right? It's still a fuck ton. That's unheard of, John. And then remember how we kept saying their power play needs to pick it up. Hmm. Did they get a power hmm. play goal tonight? Not tonight, but. Shea Weber series, series though, power play goal, my friend. It was yeah, Shea Weber. Yeah. Scored on the power so play the rest, the, the they, they, I think they scored a power play goal each game this series. Yeah, actually, I'm going to go back and look. You know what the biggest thing to me, John, is we're talking about like they're sticking to their guns. They're doing, they're doing it for each other. I think this is this is a family. This is not a hockey team. This is a family now. Give the team some team. respect now. Come on. Well, and that's the other thing. Like, we're like, where's Marsh or so? Like, I, I still think Stone's hurt. Where's Yanmark? He had a great series last time. Stephenson? Nowhere. Pacioretty? Hello? Who are you? The only time I reckon, saw him out there was when the fans were booing him. Wild Bill, one of my favorite players in the league. He had two assists tonight, actually, so he played pretty good. But, like, right? Like, when are mm-hmm. we going to give Montreal – and this is where I'm going to go with this. When is Montreal going to get the credit for what the hell they're doing? It's because their season was average. Who the shit cares? They made I the know, playoffs. but that's just what I keep hearing. Is, oh, they barely got in the playoffs, and they had 24 wins, and Calgary had 26, and they just, wouldn't have made it in a normal year. In you hockey, know what? You this is – it's a COVID year. Play. It's a COVID year. Get get over it. It's it, They made it. They were the yep. fourth best team in, in the Canadian division. Calgary couldn't fucking beat Ottawa. So they better sure. Like I was happy they didn't make it because of that. And Montreal, I thought had more people that could play at this level. Like compete. Yeah. And we're seeing it now. They are built for the playoffs. Now off topic for Montreal, just a quick second here. Okay. I thought about this for a moment and I, and, and this is on my drive to work and I was going, geez, you know what? Edmonton, I don't think they would have played good against Vegas. I think Edmonton would have got steamrolled by Vegas. Because remember how Edmonton, you know, 72 points, 35 wins, all that. You know what? Even if Edmonton got by, say, Winnipeg, and they got by Toronto or Montreal, whoever the case was, I don't think they would have done good against Vegas. I think they would have got absolutely steamrolled. They don't have the team like Montreal does. Their top four D-men, and again, this is way off topic, but they're a top four D-man. Their bottom six forwards are nothing like Montreal's. So isn't it ironic how the season almost like it matters, but 
it's it's it, it feels like destiny it, it, it's, well, right like is that a too weird of a way to put it like it, it really does to me though well think about it too right like how many breaks did montreal get how Tonight? many breaks oh, all over the place like all, all oh. playoff long like i'm talking oh, like i mean a, a lot like but like the thing to me is the, the I, I know what you're saying, man. Like, they're getting the bounces, right? And I thought that's why they were going to lose tonight because they weren't – like, there was one they flipped it to the D and then it bounced back to the D men. And I'm like – like, to the, the – Vegas, like, Lekkonen or somebody was flying up the right side. And it bounced back to the – like, it hit the backspin and came to the D men. I'm like, okay, we haven't got those bounces. We, we got those bounces literally the entire fucking series. We didn't get it this time, right? Now, like, the refing's also been way better here too. The last two games, I've loved the refing. Uh, and that's just my own personal opinion. I they, think they sure there were some missed calls. There were some missed calls, sure, but it wasn't like fucking Chris Lee. Like mm-hmm. I gotta say, Chris Lee is probably the worst referee I've ever seen. He absolutely just pulled another dud out last night in, in the New York Islanders and, and Tampa game, letting Kucherov get cross-checked like that. Like yeah, that was a cross right in front of him, and now Cooch is is injured. Like I mean, hey, I'm all for you know like competing and getting gritty and and pushing people around, but come on, like that cross check was not even necessary, and to not even like he's right there. the The ref is right fucking there, and he's yeah. just like, no, I don't see it. No, let him play. Like it just it confuses me sometimes the refing the last two games i've appreciated the refing a little bit more they finally learned how to count too many men on the ice and you know what they called it evenly i felt on both sides yeah i agree just um i agree man it was a good game they, it, the stall hooking i'm kind of like eh, but i'm like ah you kind of got to call that right um well and then anyways, think I, about I, it we I'm missed happy the... to report by the way that phil yeah. deneau brought pizza to his press conference <laughs> and he also brought a piece for cole caulfield this time so i just wanted to make sure we keep traditions alive so um, for all the anyways, kids I... out there as well sorry jelly i'm cutting you off a lot right now let's but you brought finish, up cole caulfield let's talk about let's finish talking penalties because i thought tonight was okay, very evenly okay called. i'll talk about caulfield after. i, I yeah. thought it was great like the high sticking, you have to. They called the penalties that I feel like you have to call. But too many men, they had seven guys on the ice. You have to call that, and they were all engaged in the play. Yeah, right? they were. That you, that's that's a non-subjective call. You have to call that. The high stick, you have to call that, right? Like that's just yeah. a penalty. It is what it is. Petrolandel's roughing his little elbow he threw there. I thought that was kind of a. He's he's had his hands up getting hit the entire series. Like he was getting sick of it. You got to call that. To Foley's hooking. Yep. Definitely, I thought Stahl's hook was like a little bit soft, but it it was still a penalty. Right? It is what it is, though, right? Like you guys yeah. stick in between the hands there, kind of can open them a little bit there. So yeah, I, I saw and, that you know a what? bit more at that point. The, the and I hate saying this because I don't think it's true, but penalties was were three two in or three one in favor of Montreal at that point, right? So they had three power plays compared to Vegas's one. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit of a eh, right, like. I think it's time, right? Like, yeah, I don't know. I, I hate saying that, but I do believe that's something that does happen in the NHL. Anyways, Cole Caulfield. Let's talk about him. I have a quote. Um, oh shit, did I lose it? Goal Caulfield. By okay, the way. goal. Oh, sorry. Pardon me. Cole Caulfield. Goal in his Caulfield. interview. Caulfield <laughs> in his interview says this. He says he's playing for the older Canadians players who have been there for a while. That's why he's playing. 
That's what he's doing it for. It feeds back to that. It's it's not about the name on the back of the jersey. It's for the logo on the front and the people sitting beside you. <laughs> the best part is Phil Deneau is one of my favorite players in the league right now because he's such a fucking beauty. Chimes in and says, tell he tells Caulfield that he's a big part of this run too. Like, right? Like, yeah. Oh. Anyways, Cole Caulfield, his goal, by the way. So goal <laughs> Caulfield. Um, goal Caulfield, he was okay, that play alone. The fact so the, the neutral zone play, D-man headman's the puck dome. He chips the puck over McNabb's stick. One, not only is that high hockey IQ, but he chips the puck over the guy's stick, moves his feet, and absolutely keeps driving the net. So every hockey, young hockey player listening, and I keep I'll keep reiterating this to the day I die. Move your feet. You see how hard it was for McNabb to actually keep up to him? Like McNabb was like, and, and McNabb was in great hockey position for a D man. He did everything he could. He kept him to the outside. He was kind of, you know, trying to contain him, trying to keep up. But Caulfield just kept moving his feet, and then he just put a nice shot on that perfectly placed for a shot. Yeah. Beat but, Leonard. It was beautiful. I th- th- that's what you dream of when you try to coach a, a player. Like that's something that like, you try to instill in them, like to move your feet all the time yeah. and really dictate the play there. Well, I loved it. And to extend that a little bit further, Leck or geez, Leonard thought he was going backdoor, right? He because his feet are moving and he's attacking with that speed, and the D man does lose does lose his position. He can get to the inside there, right? So he mm. kind of cheats a little bit, throws that poke check out, leans away from that post. Caulfield keeps a puck in a shooting position and buries that goal, right? But I thought Leonard did all his homework on Caulfield. <laughs> That's I was going to talk about that dude. It's funny. <laughs> and he even said glove, glove hand or or fivefold, but whatever. And Caulfield said it today too. I, I think it was today or the other day. He's like, "Great, I now I know what now what now I know what he's thinking. I know I need to change something up." Like, and this he kid, did. Man, this kid's taking over. Like he he is maybe the story of the Stanley Cup playoffs this year. And him, him and Suzuki, I I think. Oh, Suzu, you know how highly I think about him. By the way, that's his new nickname, Suzu. That's what I call him. For I call reason. him Zucchini. Zucchini, my boy. He's probably hung <laughs> like a Zucchini. Fuck, he's such a legend. <laughs> weird. Anyways, I'm fired up today, as you can tell. Um, man, I don't know. Like, I, I knew. I, I think. Why is this so loud? What the fuck? Uh, I knew Suzuki was that good. Like I did, like I kind of had sneaking suspicions, but he's really breaking out too. But Caulfield's just—he uh, scored four goals this fuck this series, and he was impactful. He obviously had the big assist against Winnipeg in Game Four. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah, he was right. Scoring, but he was impactful. Yeah. So man, it, it's incredible. The kids on this team, even Cockneyami, he had a great playoffs last year. I remember watching with you, yeah, in, uh, when we were on vacation, and we were talking about that. Like, damn, Cockneyami, if he can play like this. In regular season, this guy could be impactful. And even Lekkonen. years old. Lekkonen. Even Lekkonen. For being oh. healthy scratched after for a couple games. Yeah. Man, he hasn't looked out of place since. No. And it, and again, it's not like he he contributes in other ways. He's not this goal scorer. I mean, obviously, he scored a beauty tonight. Like, where he, from where he actually shot that puck from in his feet was a tough shot, right? Just got it mm-hmm. up. Top. Well, very tough. Yeah. Anyways, he does so much. Uh, uh, like, his penalty killing is phenomenal absolutely phenomenal right he's so hockey smart like he's he just plays a really good shutdown role right like he got rewarded for it tonight though man that's huge it it, 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 this team just continues to amaze me 
all we heard all year was, uh, you know, the decor is not great. They don't really have a lot of depth. And obviously, like, Merrill didn't play a lot tonight. I actually didn't even notice him out there. But that's fine. We didn't notice him. That's good news. Right? Gustafson's good on the power play. Their power play could be better. But then the, the top four, right, have been absolutely incredible. Like, they just play such a rough and tough game. Especially after game one, they clean up the front of the net and stuff and made it possible for Price to, you know, see the shots. And stuff. It, 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 this team just could... They just are doing everything right, and the contribute the, the contribution they're getting from top to bottom is incredible. It, it, this is absolutely spectacular to me the, how this is going. Like it's nuts. And you know what else is irking me just a little bit is that narrative. Oh well, you're a product of, of the North Division still. Yeah, like you you see it everywhere still. And I'm really curious on who comes out of Tampa and the Islanders. And how Montreal adjusts their game to play that team, and we know they will. I don't like. Do they? I'm have secretly. To? Like, wa- I'm secretly trying to figure out: Can we beat Tampa? And in my head, and I'll be like, straight up, no. But there's always that little but right now, and I, that absolutely but is because Islanders and Montreal are very similar, for one, and Islanders are taking them to seven. However, Montreal has better goaltending than both those teams. I, than both of those teams. Well, and- I, Vasilevsky's on a whole nother level, but I'm talking on Islanders just themselves, right? So if you have Price going against Vasilevsky and it's a defensive battle and you got a high offensive team in Tampa and, you know, a high, you know, a two, three goal team, but I mean, very structured defensively when they are playing their strong, t- st- uh, strong game. I'm curious. I, I I I could see it going to six or seven as well. Like I I I want to see who plays first. That's my biggest thing. I, I I don't know quite yet how I feel, but I, I'm excited to see Montreal just play in the Stanley Cup Finals for one. This team continues to do the unexpected. I don't see any reason they cannot beat Tampa or um, the Islanders. I don't see any reason why they can't. We've been saying like we wrote them off, John. We I've wrote them off twice. Well, yeah, well, I mean, I, I, I yeah. did win this series. Obviously, I probably said it because I'm a Habs fan, but in, deep down inside, I'm like, Jesus, Vegas is a hell of a hockey team. Like, they're just better, right? They got their deep, like, they're realistically, good. if you look at points, you look at, say, and again, we don't look at regular season, but if you look at regular season based, Tampa was seven points off Vegas this year. So you would think Tampa is right in their wheelhouse. Well, but and Tampa had, to- Tampa had less points than Toronto did too. I also want to keep in mind that Vegas and Colorado got to play San Jose and Anaheim and LA. Like, right. Like let's not act like they they did have to play like Minnesota. Who's a really good hockey team who almost beat them by the way, Colorado. Like they did have to play some good hockey teams, but the, the bottom three are atrocious. Like at least Ottawa wasn't an easy out at night. Right. Like at the end of the day, I'm not, I don't believe that concept. Montreal's in the Stanley cup finals. The Canadian division obviously isn't as piss poor as everyone thought it was. Otherwise, they wouldn't be here right now. Yeah. Right. And now when I think about it too as well, anytime you have Carey Price in the net, you have a chance to win. It's, it's pretty straight and simple. It's Carey Price, you have a chance to win. It's, you know, he gives that chance to win uh, every night. He, he, he's the best goalie in the league right now. Like. I know we hold, I hold Vasilevsky to a high standard. I think he's great. But honestly, man, like if we went, like, let's say 
Tampa gets through and we we go we compare goalies, I think Montreal's got the edge right now. I do defense. Montreal. Oh, that's tough, man. Uh, it's so hard though. <laughs> I, that could be a hell of a fucking series, is what I think, John. If Montreal can play the way they have been playing, and if Kucherov is actually Kuch- hurt and he's yeah, out, that's, that's a big a, blow to them. And at least this time, we can't blame Corey Perry or shitty. Uh, um, it's the Perry effect, by the way. Going to the Stanley Cup final again. <laughs> um, that's the other thing I want to talk about. Corey Perry's in the finals again. A guy that nobody wanted in Montreal signed on the eve of the of the regular season. He's back in the fucking finals. Like, are you kidding me? What is unbelievable? Story? It's unbelievable. <laughs> like, he's probably looking at Dallas and saying, "All right, thanks, thanks for uh, making me move on. You know, thanks for the year, whatever. Move on." And now, you know, he, yeah, he he's living up to every little bit of his, you know, minimum wage, if you will, with with his contract. And I wanted to get your reaction on this here, Joe, because to me, this shocked me that so much. Like the way Vegas handled their goaltending. I, you know, I understand they've always written their one, one and two, one and two, one and two. And, and I, I don't know why they just didn't stick with Flurry. That game three to me, when he made that goof up and, and it bounced off the puck, you saw it again tonight when Leonard let it bounce between his legs as well. Just nobody was there. And yeah, I was laughing my ass off. You man. know what, though? That wasn't on Flurry. It, as much as we can say it is, shit happens in hockey. It, it was a very shitty mistake, but guess what? It, 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 let him rebound from it. Don't just pull him and then not, you know let Leonard go. I know, and then okay, now I'm going to put Flurry in. Oh, okay, no, now we lost, and we're going to put Leonard in. Like to me, that that just sends mixed messages. Like yeah. and thinking on my coaching head, I'm like, I, like I'm and all it, about rotating goalies, but that seemed a little much in the in the playoffs. It's a different story, man. To me, like starting um, Leonard game one against Colorado made sense to me. It's a new series, right? Yeah. I, I, get Mark Andre Fleury is what, 37 years old, 36, something like that. Get him an extra day of rest, two days of rest. I'm cool with that, right? I agree with that. Yeah. Even, even after his little incident behind the net, whatever fucking bounces happen. We got to remember this. Did it happen in the most unopportune time? Absolutely. It did, but you have to find ways to battle around that and win. I would have gone right back to him because that guy's a freaking baller. Cause I can see it still like just get reset, but like starting Leonard tonight, flurry played great the other night. None of those understand. goals were his fault. I, I didn't think any no. of those goals were his fault. No, not he, at all. His poor D-zone coverage. No one had sticks. No one picked up the high guy. Stone didn't even get the puck deep in, in, no. you know, on the penalty kill. Out of all things on the penalty kill, what's your number one job on a penalty kill, Joe? Even you know this. We'll get the puck out of the end. Just And just get it deep. Get it why, deep. why is he trying oh, to go offensive? Petrie's like, goal today, too. No, right? that was in like, – yeah, yeah. Or like, Weber's story, pardon me. Weber's goal, right? Muffin up the fucking middle. Like, why are you trying to complicate the game? Keep yes. it simple, especially right now. You, it's two. It was two to two then, and you're down three to two today. Like those little mistakes will absolutely eat you alive. Absolutely bury you, especially it's, in playoffs. It's it's funny you bring that up because I actually I think that's something Montreal's done really well. And actually, on the second goal, I didn't think they did it well. They went back. What they tried to go back to Weber, and I think Weber's a little tired. He looked a little slow today. Didn't get their turnover right. They didn't do. What they've been doing all series, chipping the puck into the neutral zone and then forechecking the 
fuck out of guys and holding the blue line like madmen. That's what they do. That's that's the that's the ingredient to the neutral zone, right? It's... They were when they don't do. And I actually thought the Knights actually like took a page out of that tonight and were doing the same thing. They did. Yeah, a hard time getting into that uh, offensive zone tonight. What was your thought with uh, Petro? Petro? Was he still? Yeah. Petrangelo, was he still as effective? Do you think as he was in Game One, or did he um, kind of taper off a little bit? Because, in my opinion, he kind of tapered off a little bit. I I think so too. He was definitely noticeable tonight. Um, I I think he was just trying to do too much. I, by the way, I think he's probably one of the best D men in the league. He he's uh, he earned my respect. This playoffs, top to bottom, he's quickly becoming one of my favorite players in this league. Like incredible talent, right? All over the ice. Like you see him taking a shot, and then he's the first guy back. He's like on like a two on one. He's there he's somehow at the offensive goal line, and then he and just then, has like three strides and he's back in position. Yeah, it's crazy, off. right? It's like he's hitting a teleport machine. He's just fucking showing up at the other end of the ice. Anyways, I think he tapered off. I think I think uh, Vegas just started doing a little bit too much. They were getting frustrated. I thought Marshall had some great looks the last two games. But he was trying to be too fine with it. Instead of getting the puck on net and getting the rebound or, you know, he was trying to put it in the perfect spot. It just wasn't working, right? Montreal mm-hmm. was in their head. I thought Montreal crashing and bagging the first three, four games, like, I think that's why Pet kind of disappeared was because he was getting fucking cranked every time he touched the puck. And I, we saw that on the penalty tonight. He was frustrated. He put his elbow up to protect himself and took a penalty. I think he's frustrated, right? Like, Montreal does everything right to be successful in the playoffs. Crash and bang, fucking hit these guys, make them start to think, right? Because there was even, um, um, shit, uh, Pacioretty in the last game just threw a phantom puck into the slot in the defensive zone because he thought he yeah. was going to get hit. He freaked out, right? I, I, man, I don't know. I'm pumped up about Montreal, man. It's great to see. Um, like, Benson you, you, having a point tonight. He did get an assist. So, I'm and, and you got to think, I want to turn this to, to Vegas a little bit. They must be choked right now because this is the second year, maybe third out of the fourth year that you've made it this far, right? Your first year, you went all the way to the Stanley Cup finals the year after you lost. And then in like the second round last year, you made it all the way. You lost to Dallas in five games. And this year, now you lose in six games. Like you got to be choked. San Jose issue a few years ago. Like Remember yeah, how they lost that game too, right? Right, that's how they lost. Okay, that was first round, and and that yeah, that was they, they were up what three goals? Yeah, and then they gave up four on that fucking five minute power play that should have never been a penalty or penalty in the first place. Yeah, so I mean, they must be absolutely just hurting though. Like the fact that you you you've been this far this many times. And but that also goes to how hard it is to get through. Like even when you look at Tampa Bay, how many times they've been to this point in the, in, in the playoffs, and they either get stifled by some team up and coming team, some team that's just found its 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 legs here and its chemistry to to you know gel. And man, it's very difficult to make it through. It's it's this is probably the toughest championship to win. I think easily, easily these are the hardest for sure. I think. Like when we just to touch on the Vegas thing, I think there's going to be some changes this year. I don't think anything drastic, but I think they need to they need to uh, figure something out, man. Because I, and to be honest, man, I don't understand the coaching move. I've never understood that. 
it's like the Montreal one. Now it's working out in Montreal's favor. It's fine. But like to get rid of Galant, I, I just never got it. Like, right? I never got it either, man. I, it's you know what? Like New- altered. It's not like they were the worst team in the league. They were still making the playoffs. And the Rangers have just hired a great coach. Look out for the Rangers next year, by the way. They just missed the playoffs this year. They were in the best division in the league, right? It's it's going to be fun to watch that team. I think even with um, Lafreniere, I think now he has that year under his belt. Everybody was after him. Oh, well, this first overall pick. Keep in mind, he has not had a full season, obviously, due to COVID. That's tough yeah. to jump into the NHL after not having that. Oh, and you're in the bubble. You're doing this and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it's fucking so, tough. It's not a you know what? Season. Yeah. So, you know what? I think next year's going to be coming out year. But either way, we're not talking about the Rangers. But it's just so you know, the New York Rangers finished one point ahead of Montreal. <laughs> unbelievable. But because of how it's set up, they didn't make the playoffs. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> it's crazy. That's nuts. <laughs> Even Dallas had more points. No, Dallas yeah. is a West team. Sorry, I'm I, I'm looking at the Central Div- Division. I'm like, oh wait, no. um, but no, it it's still like overall though, right? Like there was teams that had more points than Montreal that didn't make it, <laughs> right? Like overall, right? Like doesn't matter what division they're in. The, the fact of the matter, if it was just like taking top eight or sixteen teams or whatever, then Montreal wouldn't have made it, right? Like that's another crazy part of this. It, it and and that just shows you how special this run is. You can hate Montreal all you want. I know a few Salty Leaf fans. I, I understand yeah. their pain I because I, it sucks. I mean, we're Calgary fans also. Constant disappointment after disappointment after disappointment. However, Toronto fans get used to We don't even make the freaking playoffs half the time. So, um, you know what? Let us enjoy this moment as Montreal fans. And yes, I'm calling myself a Montreal right. fan. I'm on that fucking bandwagon now. Thank you very much. Nobody can Getting my jersey. Getting my jersey next week, by the way. So oh, yeah, it will be uh, oh. right before Stanley Cup Finals. I don't know if do I risk no, it or do on. I wait? Don't put it on until they lose the game. Don't absolutely do not put it on. Okay, you can get it. Just don't put it on. Hide it somewhere in a corner. <laughs> Just put it under the cat bed. Let the cat sleep on it. I don't know. Just don't put it on. Okay, you can't change anything. You gotta, you gotta stick to the routine, John. So you're telling me I can't go to a bar now and watch the game? You can. I don't care. I'm not going to the bar. I'm not. I'm, there's absolutely zero chance that we're getting together to watch a hockey game, by the way. <laughs> okay. Jelly, though, if it's game seven, Saturday night. Huh? Uh, no. Wow. Hard no. I, I can't. I feel I a fucking friendship. You know I'll what? I'll be you at the bar after. I Could you imagine you're 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 upstairs and I'm downstairs? <laughs> yeah, no shit. I I can't I can't. I'm I'm sitting in my spot. That's it. It's that simple. I can't move. I I can't do it, man. I like. I even thought about it tonight, right? I'm like, well, fuck. Maybe like somebody wants to come over. Maybe get. And I'm like, nope, absolutely not. I'm just gonna go home and I'm gonna go to the driving range and then I'm gonna go home and stick to the routine. I, you know what? I, I admire your dedication because you know what? I'm in the same boat. I'm not changing a damn thing. Half the games I'll probably watch outside because it's going to be freaking scorching hot next week. Yeah. And I'll just sit on the deck and just melt away. And we're going to have – I think it's going to be a great series regardless of who they play. I yeah, do I, too, man. I, we, like, we got to remember this team wasn't supposed to win the first series. They came back from th- 3-1. They weren't supposed to win the next series. Swept. Swept. 
they weren't they weren't supposed to absolutely this was the one this was the backbreaker there was absolutely no way they were winning this one play no a real connect. team they're playing a real hockey team that's not in that shitty north of it and they won just in case you were wondering. absolutely decimated them like they had mark stone zero goals yeah. riley smith one goal i think it was marcia so yeah marcia so where was he alex tuck where was he Chandler Stevenson, he was injured in then two games. Where was he? Pacioretty. Carlson. Pacioretty, one goal. Yeah, off that faceoff. Fucking, thank God I don't have to fucking sit here and almost throw up every time there's a defensive zone draw, for fuck's sakes. God damn it. Like, that was driving me nuts, man. That was driving me nuts. That's I'm the like, only can way. someone win a fucking D zone? Like, like yeah. win a D zone faceoff, please. That's all I'm asking. Tie him up. Do whatever. Do something. Just kill, you know. Butt him in the, the teeth or something. Just <laughs> something. Just 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 like I was like, just run it <laughs> forward. Just shoot it out of the fucking end, right? They'll never call that for icing. Right? Now get let's anyway. get into a little bit of the islanders here, Tampa Bay. Yeah. I just want to wrap this up. I just want to wrap this up just by saying how, like, again, if you guys are listening, please, like, this is like this is very special what we're seeing, and I hope we all understand that. It is take it for what it is, because I haven't taken this like it hit me tonight with like the Montreal Canadiens are in the Stanley cup finals. I fucking like, it, this is like, I don't know. This is very special. It's a really cool story. The underdog, the true underdog is winning right now. And that's crazy, right? It, it, this is special, man. This is a really special moment for Montreal. This is a special moment for Canada, especially all the shit that's going on right now. And I know things are getting better and you know, we're opening on the first and Scotch was good, whatever. Right. And then seeing the outside, to have something like this to rally around, I have Edmonton friends that are like, this is awesome. This is what we needed, right? I have Vancouver fans, um, everyone except for pretty much Toronto fans, saying like, wow, this is a really cool thing that we are experiencing. What a I've heard a couple Toronto country. fans saying, it's fine. I'm okay with it. You know what? Hey. They, they they beat us. It sucked. But hey, they're in the finals or you know, they're in the semis. And yeah, it's just it, it is what a it rally is now. point for this country right now. This yeah. is what we needed. This is awesome. And I don't care who it was. If this was Edmonton or Vancouver or whoever, I'd be saying the same thing. Probably not if it was Toronto, but anyone else, I would be saying the same thing. This is really cool. This so real, it's been the last time a Canadian team was in the finals was 10 years ago. Yeah, Vancouver. Vancouver. And then they burnt their city down. Fucking sweet. Anyways, <laughs> I just want to throw it out there. Okay. Now, I'm sounding like a homer right now. Like a, this is obviously my team, but like this is cool, man. This is a really. So I got cool one team. more question for you then, Joe. Sure. One more. How no, not not that. Okay. They have 3,500 fans right now. Do they go full capacity? They have to. Like or let's no, you way. have a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity as a Montreal Canadiens fan base. Your city better open it up. Yeah, I think so. Like, yeah. I don't I you know what? Risk it. Just risk it, just for the moment. Man, it looks like there's twenty thousand people out on the fucking street. Open so up cares? the fucking rink full capacity. Let them cheer their heads off. Let them celebrate. Let the city that's been down in the dumps. So, I mean, all of Canada has, but that you know, especially it got hit them. hard though, John. Montreal got I know. Hit real fucking so hard. So open it up. Fill up the stadium. Nikki and I are gonna fly out there. We're gonna go catch a game. Not because I looked at flights and it's about eight hundred bucks each. But um, we can drive. Yeah, we could. That's about uh, 30 some hours. Yeah. Um, from about 40 hours. hours. 
You know, there's four of us. We're done. It's easy. I think they have to open it up. And I answer my own question. I get it there. But they need to fully open it up. Open up the fucking whole rink. Don't care. Just just do it. Please. Please do it. Like, please. Like, Like, think about how much does Bettman do you think pressuring these guys now saying, hey, this is the NHL fucking finals. The Stanley Cup finals. You were the hockey bed, the creator of hockey, essentially, for, you know, Canada, for the the whole world. You're the most historic hockey franchise on the planet, period. Open it up. You have to to do it. You have to do it. Game three. Oh, wait. Yeah, game three. Yeah, they're fucking last year to qualify. Of course, they're not getting home ice advantage. Game three better be full barn. Even give me 90%, right? Like, just... I don't know, man. It has to happen. This is a special moment. Like I've been saying, this is a special moment. And imagine being a Habs fan. They haven't been in the finals in 28 years. They, I would fucking die to be in that building. I would give away my life savings and then die to be in that building. <laughs> I would. I would. Yeah. Just for one game. It's absolutely crazy, man. I would drive out there just to stay out, it's go outside that building and just hang out outside, man. Honest to God. It, I think I, I think they have to. That building. They have to. If you don't, it's fucking a joke, and I will be very upset. But anyways, man, they they. they I hope so, man. This is like I said, this is special, man. This is a really cool moment. I, I I'm still fired up. I'm getting goosebumps yeah. and shit, and um, I'm also happy to report that they did not touch the uh, Campbell Trophy. So, hey, that's all right. Good We're job. Good that. Don't touch it. Anyways, so now their opponent, Tampa. New York, straight Who do you up. Think wins tomorrow. Because I know you're you're on the Tampa wagon. I, I understand, but after watching a few games, what's your thought on and what's your feel going on with tomorrow? Because okay, so I don't even know. Just to back up, like I didn't watch last night's game. I was uh, playing baseball um, or slow pitch. Um, I I didn't think they were gonna win. I mean, when we were we were all like uh, we're all sports fans, right? We're all checking our phones. We're like, oh fuck, two nothing Tampa. This one's over, right? Like. Done and done after they got to shit. It was pretty close, up. man. Like it, it did not look close for the first spin until I really got that goal. Yeah. It, honestly, but, man, it really didn't. Like they were not having offensive chances. It was sluggish, I felt. Uh, Varlamov let in one week goal. It, it was it was one of those moments you're like, yeah, this is it. Yeah, I uh like I said, I I, I thought it was over. And then like the, the fact that they continue to do what they do and come back and and find a way to win. Jeez, it's kind of a Montreal story, right? Like, you get shit-pumped 8 nothing, then you go down 2 nothing, and somehow find a way to come back and win that game in overtime. And they got the break in overtime. Let's not call it what it, like, it definitely was, right? I don't see why this team can't win it. Like, if I'm picking right now, I'm taking the Islanders. The problem is Tampa's a really hard place to play hockey. They have some very passionate fans there. So a little quick fun stat for everybody. You know who the last coach was to beat Tampa after being down three games to two? Uh, Barry Trotz. Tampa. Oh. Barry Trotz in 2018 with Washington was down three to two to Tampa Bay. They proceeded to shut them out twice in a row. To win that in seven games. Well, that's a bit ironic. Does history repeat itself? I don't know. I mean, if the Islanders can play the way they can, I take them all day, and I still do. I, I think Tampa Bay, if Kucherov is hurt, 
that's going to be hurt. And I mean, they, they're still stacked. It's not even Kucherov is like a freaking fraction of their team. But point, point only has like goals in what eight games or nine games now or something. Nine games in a row. Yeah, yeah it, it. it's insane. Okay. But I, I think the Islanders, man, if they can get that goaltending that has made them successful, they'll have no problem. But they need to stay out of the box. They need to capitalize on the power play. Barcel needs to be playing his game. When he was going last night, man, he was—he looked like the MVP out there on their team. Like he was flying everywhere, doing moves, creating offensive chances after they scored the first goal by, by you know, by that. And man, he set up that beautiful goal by Mayfield, that short side top shelf goal, unbelievable! Yeah, what goal. Like, what a shot. unbelievable! There's nothing there. I don't. There's nothing there, and it still went in. <laughs> but oh, okay. Tampa, like you said, though they're they're dangerous. Like I, uh, Tampa's a beast, and they're a juggernaut, man. But there's nothing saying you can't kill the juggernaut, right? Like you know what I mean. There's always a way. I mean, they beat him three times already. I'm just sorry. I'm just watching these goals back so I can actually speak to what I'm seeing. But so Tampa Bay, 15 second commercials about the Chevrolet Trailblazer. <laughs> Fuck you, NHL. Come on. So. You make enough money. I like Tampa Bay's team. However, ever since 2004, I got a bit of a, uh, <laughs> what's the word called? A bit of a grudge against them. So I was thinking about this. I have to watch my favorite. Like, I'm a Flames fan. They're definitely one of my favorite teams. But, like, if if, if Montreal and Calgary in the finals, I'm going to be a happy panda anyway. But I'm pulling for Montreal, right? Like, I'm pulling. Oh, well, yeah. I wouldn't expect anything less. No, right? But, like, if Tampa gets through, I'm going to have to fucking sit there and relive this whole fucking 04 shit through a different team. But yet, I'm still, like, <laughs> right, like, I still am dealing with Tampa again. Anyways. I think the Islanders win tomorrow. And I think it goes to overtime again. Oof. I'm going to say tomorrow's game is like a 4-3 game. Very similar kind of game. I just don't uh, see I, it. I don't see it in regulation. I think they're too, it's going to be too close, too tight. Everybody's going to be trying to shut it down. And I think it's going to be a turnover that causes like a Matt Barzell kind of goal or like a Zizekas kind of goal. Like it's going to be somebody that is out of the blue for them. Yeah. Well, kind of like tonight, right? Like uh, yeah. who would have saw Lekkonen scoring that goal? What a great goal, man. I'm just thinking back on that again. And it's just what a beautiful goal. Uh, anyways, not to digress, but yeah, like it'll be, and that's what you need. That's like that's a, such a playoff thing. You need those those role guys to really step up, right, and and, and get her done, right. Man, and for a while, I was worried about Varlamov. Like after he got pulled from game five, I was like, oh no, stroke and got lit up. And I was actually at hockey. I was coaching that night, Monday night. And I saw the score is like four nothing after my first ice time. I'm like, oh, oh, dude, boy. Dude, and then so. it was six nothing. And then I'm like, holy crap. And seven nothing and eight nothing. And I'm like, <laughs> what the hell is going on? And when it was one nothing, when point scored, and then the second goal went in. And I was just like, man, Varlamov is just his, his confidence is down. He's like, his confidence is out of it. He, he looks, he doesn't look comfortable he doesn't look confident in his abilities to stop the puck and i'm like this is over but somehow he managed to just figure it out dig deep and i mean hey that's playoffs like you got to just move past the shitty moments and just keep working and grinding away and that's what yeah. the islanders keep doing like i got full full respect for that team like it's it's fun to watch them they're a full team i love the coaching staff 
I want them to play Montreal. I do too, man. I, I, I you know what? That's not the NHL doesn't want that, but I do. I think that would be well. Whitney doesn't even want that either. He goes, I won't watch a game. Well, well tough luck because it might happen. <laughs> it could be a little boring for the casual viewer, a little defensive battle, but. You know what? I just watched Eberle's goal, by the way. Holy fuck, that bad. Unbelievable, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Goalies, if you're out there listening, when the guy pulls a puck to his backhand, you have to go with the puck. Don't stay on the body. Go to the puck. Please. Anyways, it's funny you bring up um, game, I guess it would have been five, right? Um, I I was like, okay, I'm home. I'm set down. I'm like, I'm going to go watch. I haven't really watched this series, right? It just with golfing and everything else going on in this world, I just didn't have a chance to really sit down and get into this series, right? Yeah. All right. I'm going to sit down. Sit down. Well, not like, all right. Actually, I think I'd run up to talk to Canada. I'm like, cool. Second goal goes in. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, okay. Awesome. Islanders need to get going here. Otherwise, this is going to be a quick one. And they scored right away again. I'm like, fuck. I turned off the TV. I went and streamed and just slowly watched the score go up. I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was so pumped, too. I'm like, I'm going to sit down. This I think this has been a good series. I can't wait to watch it. And shit show. But I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm pulling for the Islanders now, man. I just didn't think they had it, but they've proven me wrong. It's kind of like the Montreal thing, right? I, I had faith in Montreal. Um, the last two series, but um, well, and, and I was wrong. I said, "Hey, Islanders are going to win three in a row." That was just wishful thinking. Like, hey, Johnny's a dummy, and uh, yeah, I, hey, I thought they could have. I thought if they played the game that they could, then there's potential. But Tampa's also too good too. Like they 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 don't lose back to back, and that's also one thing I'm I'm a little bit worried about for tomorrow for them. Like Tampa can bounce back. With home yeah. ice, with everything, but it's game seven, and anything happens in game seven. Yeah, exactly. That's why I didn't want Montreal to go there. Um, I, I, I think I, I, that's the scary thing for me is like that they have home ice advantage. I think that could be a big piece of this. I really do. Now, I want to talk about something, though, that we missed about in game four. Do you remember it? Mm. The last second save. Oh, by me! What a save by Polak there! Oh, like, Polak, that's right. Wasn't me. What was that? What was Varlamov doing there? I don't know. Like, I'm gonna go back and watch this. Was he over? So, when I was watching it in in live time, of course, and you're like, "Hey, there's five seconds left." Um, you know, Sorelli was going. I think it was. I think it was Sorelli going behind the net there. And then he fed it up to McDonough. McDonough makes a spectacular spinorama play. Like one of those like poised plays that you're like, holy crap, this guy, like offensive defenseman, you know, super confident in himself. And that's a goal anytime in the any time of the year with the goalie like that. But the fact that Pollock just comes across out of nowhere and just <laughs> makes the glove safe. Like I was, I was standing up. I was at my father-in-law's and I was just standing up. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? What, what save of the playoffs on? Like, I was like, I was losing my shit because I was like that. It was the most insane save last second save I have ever seen in my entire life. Oh, I like, want to play by uh, McDonough too, right? Like the little spinorama, like but, to create that opportunity. Like what, what was Farlamont doing though? Like I'm was not he sure. do, <laughs> like in all fairness, did he think he had more or less time on the clock? Like he just kind of thought, oh, whatever, like I'll just challenge him. Like, or was he just blacking out essentially and just forgot how to play hockey? 
Yeah, it, it kind of felt like um, it felt like. Remember Mark Andre Fleury when they won the cup and he came like bombing across and just did anything to make the save. Like that's kind of yeah. what it felt like. He's like, okay, I know there's not much time left. I just need to get over there. And he just got over there, and then it was like, oh shit! Like McDonough made a hell of a play, right? Like, I think he like he did that little spin back, right? Like I'm like, oh fuck, what a play! And then yeah, like what a heads up play by Pollock, man! Holy shit! Like that save and nerdy me here if i if i'm thinking back to my my childhood if you ever watched mighty ducks d3 <laughs> and do you remember that save banksy makes adam banks uh, open net it's and he like, and he dived across the net and stopped it with his chest that's kind of what this reminded me of a little bit like one of those moments that like the goalie's so far out of position and it's a player making the big heroic save like it was yeah. nuts. I was abs- I like I said, I was standing up. I was losing it. I was like, "You've got to be kidding me!" Oh my god! Like, yeah, like, that was I, that was great, man. Like, oh yeah, I don't know. I, I thought it was over. I I remember seeing that because that would have been know what game. happened. I didn't know what happened. I just saw it happen. I was like, "Oh well, that's in the net. Cool." Right? It, like that that would have been a tie <laughs> game. That would have gone overtime and three goals in a row for Tampa. They might have won it. Yeah, no bueno. But thank God they didn't, because screw you, Tampa Bay, even though you're unbelievably good. Like, yeah, yeah, I, that was, yeah, I'm just trying to find it. Sorry, I'm just like mumbling to myself right now. Yeah, 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 fuck. But yeah, like, fuck me, man. That team will do whatever they, they kind of remind me of Montreal, just. They'll do whatever they need to to win. They don't give a shit. Put your face in front of the puck. Done. Have you and and now that Mar- the maroon situation now maroon and Matt Marin kind of have this big feud going on right now. Like they keep mm. doing like the chicken dance and the the you know the flapping of the the lips and everything. Like I love it. Mm-hmm. I but maroon. I he somehow just grinds my gears. Like ju- just a little bit. Just just seeing that little grin of his just. Makes me want Matt Martin just to absolutely sucker him right in the face and <laughs> yeah, and just start a brawl with him and just show him who you know, show him who his daddy is, if you will. Like, you know, like, oh, I, I, I don't yeah. know. It's it's just that rivalry right now between those two guys, like you know, the fighting and, and the going after each other and the chirping of each other and even Clutterbucks getting involved with it. Like, if if you want to get Game Seven off to a really good start, start the two of them and fucking let them fight. But wouldn't you know Maroon like Maroon won't fight though. Like no. he's such wouldn't a pansy. That be, wouldn't that be fucking cool though? Like I'd be fired up. I, I will be sitting in the bar tomorrow watching that one. I'll be standing up fucking selling if they like, <laughs> could you imagine if that happened? That would be nuts, man. What a way to set a tone to a game, right? Like game seven. Woo! Packed, packed barn, big brawl. Yeah. Full, you know what? <laughs> do a full line brawl. Just do a yeah. full line brawl. Just clean it up. Absolutely. Get her done. But watching that just kind of unfold, and I'm actually glad now, a little bit off topic on that now, and and this is maybe where the Maroon and, and Martin situation is coming in, because they're the ones kind of, not if you will, policing it, but they're the ones kind of more watching over, if you will, right? So they had Chris Lee, and Chris Lee is a great referee. <laughs> Chris Lee is my favorite referee in the entire NHL. He, he's so good, man. He should probably like, get a raise after. Like, this. you know what, Chris Lee? Fuck you. Okay, because 
not only has he missed every goddamn call under the sun, like I'm talking, he hasn't called mm. shit. I don't think he even calls anything. Like the the punch on uh, Suzuki was a backbreaker for me. When but, he like looked at, then he thought about putting up his hand, and he was like, ah, "I'm just gonna put up my fucking hand." It's like, whatever. but even at least I okay. Originally, I thought, okay, it's just against Montreal. He hates Montreal, whatever. No. And <laughs> no, it's he. He just doesn't want to call anything. He thinks okay, playoff hockey is rough and tumble. Fine. I uh, and everybody, you know, if you think like, I'm complaining too much, miss me, okay? Because right now it's it's not even that. It's it's one of those moments that I'm all for battling. I'm all for pushing each other around and and really getting you know gritty, if you will. The punching though, like if I'm picturing myself playing back in the day, fine, they'll let you push around. The moment you punch somebody in the face, that's a penalty. That's a roughing call. Yeah. I, I think I put this out on Twitter. How I feel about it, like if you if you want to let some of the stuff go, I'm cool with that. It's playoffs. I, I'm fine with that. Like it's it it adds to the atmosphere or the the yeah the atmosphere, right? Just call like that that punch needed to be called. But the constant cross checking punches to the head, the the absolutely still, unnecessary yeah. penalties, or like well, well and, and the one that really drove me nuts was there would be like Corey Perry's cr- cutting across the crease trying to get a shot, and he gets tripped, and there's no fucking penalty. Well, now you've impacted a scoring opportunity for a team that needs to be called, and it happened both ways. I'm not saying he called it like completely one sided. There was several times, even tonight, there was that uh, who was a Petrie, Petrie, yeah. There. And whatever, I think the refs just—I think that was just an honest miss. <laughs> but like, right? Like that happens. They're human. I get that. But like, when you're standing there and you watch somebody get punched in the fucking head, who's just like done nothing? He's literally standing there and gave him a little push. Aren't you gonna call that? Like, if that's Sidney Crosby or uh, McDavid or somebody, they're probably calling that, right? I don't even I don't, think so, man. Because I, McDavid in all his hot in his playoff games hasn't drawn one penalty. Well, that's that was going to bring that up, and I, I, I'm of the, I was always of the mindset. I'm like, well, I told this to Oilers fans, one of my clients, my friend, a good friend of mine. I was like, 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 listen, like, you can't rely on the refing to get your scoring opportunities because he said it would have been a different story, series, which I don't believe in. Um, but yeah, now looking at it, right, like. They're letting that shit go. It's easy to play him because you can stand in front of him. You can interfere. You hook him, slash him, just slow McDavid down. If McDavid's not using his speed, he becomes way less lethal. It's now, just the truth. These penalties being called too, and maybe for all the listeners, if if maybe you love the game or, or whatever, but you just haven't played at the level or you know whatever the case is, when you play at a high level, so junior, WHL, pro, whatever the case is, midget AAA, the refing dictates so much of the playoff games. Yeah. If the ref calls games, if he's calling penalties right off the bat, it sets a tone to each player though, saying, okay, this is what's happening. This is what the ref is doing. Hockey players for all, you know, yeah, they're, they're dummies at times, but, and then that's including myself, but we learn, okay, okay. He's going to call this. Okay. He's calling that hold. Okay. No cross checking. Okay. You have to tweak your game. And if they're not going to call anything, say in the first period, say like they don't call anything at all, and then out of nowhere in the second and third period they start calling things, like it's mixed messages to the players. Yeah. It, it is. Like Mayfield has been getting away with cross-checking for the last three, four, five games. So he's going to keep doing it. 
Yeah, he's not stopping. Why would like, why, why why would he stop until he's getting called? I'd, I would. Yeah. I never did. I was notorious for absolutely going right by the right by the lower back when there's no padding in front of the net. Man, I would just drive my stick right into their back so they wouldn't come in front of the net. I never got a call, or the odd time I did, but it's little things like that. If I got called, okay, I can't do it. I gotta learn, okay, I'll just push them around next time rather yeah. than just absolutely just drive my stick into them. Yeah, you know, like it's little things like that. The refs need to dictate how they're going to ref the game right off the bat, not second period, not third period. It should be right off the bat. Absolutely. My, yeah, my I, own two cents. The refing has been piss poor this entire playoffs through all this series, um, especially the last uh, this round. I, I think it's been really, really bad. I just, I, I just, like I said, if you just call the fucking plays that are impactful, right? That that's what you need to do. Stop and prevent injuries, please. I want to see the best players in the NHL play, right? Especially because Montreal, because everybody's like, oh, they're not playing the best players. Well, yeah, actually, they are. Yeah. Well, and this one's out of their fucking control, obviously, right? They didn't even play this guy. But anyways, it's just, it's just, I don't know, man. I just, just because I thought tonight's game was great. Just call that, right? Like, Sure, maybe you missed one or two, whatever, right? Like that's You're gonna, gonna miss one or two. You're, yeah, all the penalties that needed to be called. You call, they missed a high stick and a trip. They whatever, missed a trip, right? Yeah, they, yeah. Was it impactful to the game? Maybe. I mean, Montreal's fucking power penalty kills the best in the league, but whatever. Um, anyways, I, just call what needs to be called. Call it even. You're fucking. Don't listen. If Gary Bettman's telling you this is how he wants it called, tell him to go shove it. Mm-hmm. Even though he's paying your paychecks. And just call it right, please. Especially the next series. God, right? Like, don't don't dictate the fucking Stanley Cup playoffs. Here's something, Joe. So you know how the players, and I actually heard this on a podcast the other day. Um, players do the the post game conferences and everything. They answer questions from the media. Do yeah. you think referees should? <laughs> Could you imagine? Just get absolutely roasted? No, I don't think so. Because they they're not supposed to be. But like, they used to. Did they really? Yeah, back in like the nineties, they used to. I don't remember that. So yeah, they, they they used to, and then they'd give their side of okay, well, this is what I saw, and as a you know media back then, I was like, oh okay, sure, okay. I, I just think with, I don't know, I don't remember nineties broadcast all that much, but they probably didn't have like the the capability of us like slowing down, um, the play to. It's by VHS jelly, so it was it was high technology at that time, right? You know what I mean? So, like, we can sit here and analyze a play over and over and over, and we do in between periods and whatever, right? Or on Instagram or t- Twitter or whatever your fucking face, whatever, right? We have to remember these guys are watching this real time, right? Like, I'm not saying that the, the, that punch in the face and stuff was way fucking un- unacceptable, but there are moments where we need to keep in mind that this is a fast paced pace game. And that things are going to be missed, right? So to interview them and have it that, hey, well, I watched this in slow mo, and it's you fucked up. It's like, well, why is that fair to them, right? Like, and okay. to me, they're not they're, they're part of the game, but they 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 shouldn't be impacting the game in a sense where we need to be interviewing them. They're a complimentary piece. They're out to make sure the rules are followed and that it's played fairly. That's what sure. they're there for, right? 
Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I would have a hard time with that, man. I, 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 I would quit being a ref if I was a ref and they're like, yeah, you have to do media appearances now. I'd be like, fuck that. I'm out of here, man. Why? So people can just shit on me. Is anyone going to sit there and be like, oh, wow, you, you called a really good game. Absolutely not. One, one of the sides of the media is just going to rip you. Right. Cause it's a, every game, right. It's well, I'm sure we'll hear it from Vegas fans. Well, they should have called that trip. They should have called this, whatever. Right. I'm like, well, they missed a trip on Montreal. They couldn't the score on the power play anyways. Yeah. Whatever. Right. Did and their 24 game? turnovers no. tonight obviously didn't help to their fucking no loss either. Mean, right? Like, like anyways, how many games did Vegas have more turnovers than Montreal? Carol. Oh, a more, lot. more turnovers. Everyone probably. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So hey. I, I went the other way. Yeah. They you had, the other way. That's they okay. Steve more turnovers, but yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. But uh, I, I don't know. But either way, it, I uh, it, it's interesting because I mean I know they used to, so that's why I heard it, and I was like, hmm, I might have to ask that to Jelly. So um, I don't think so. What do you, do you think so? I don't think so. I don't. Yeah, no, I I, I don't because you you brought up a very good point. I think it's then they get bombarded by every you know wannabe you know beat writer that's like you know oh, i'm just going to get clickbait here essentially right and yeah. just absolutely pulverize the guy exactly like, the guy's making like you said the game time decision you know the game's happening so fast now that they have to keep up they have to make a decision right on the fly like it's it's well, a, it's a way different game than back in the 90s and even early 2000s yeah even think about it this way right so let's say montreal's not happy with the fishing early in the series right so now we're interviewing this dickhead who's already obviously for some reason calling it what seemed to be one side, right? It did. And again, I was of the mind, I'm of the mindset. We can't, yes, the refing is poor, but you can't let that influence the game. You have to set your own, you can't control the refing, right? You can only control what you're doing on the ice. So do it, right? That's a kind of my theory, right? Yeah. Of course, I'm going to sit there and go, why the fuck do you need to call that? Whatever, right? But that, so imagine Montreal media, who is notorious for being a little bit over the top sometimes and speaking their mind, talking to that guy after like game whatever with three, right? Yeah. Imagine how so. bad that motherfucker would probably be like, you know what? Fuck these guys. This team doesn't deserve shit, right? Now they're influencing how that ref's thinking. Now he's pissed off at Montreal, even though it had nothing to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's always that to it too. So I, yeah, I even thinking about it that way. Absolutely, do not talk to the refs. We actually think about this. Was it the Boston coach who called out the refing? Well, even Brendamore did too. Yeah, and so it didn't Boston, really work out so, in their favor. So Cassidy and Brendamore both did. Doesn't really work out in their favor. Actually, they asked Petrie or Perry about it in this series too. And he just smiled and looked at, I, I think he was sitting beside Lackanen or somebody. They smiled or stalled maybe. And they just looked at each other and smiled. He's like, yeah, <laughs> I'm trying not to get fined today. And that was it. <laughs> so It's smart. Uh, just leave the refs alone, right? Like I said, just, yeah, I don't know. That's an interesting take, though. It is. Oh, and that's, uh, again, I just want to get your side on it there. I, so. I'd love to hear their, like, actually, like, if you could have somebody neutral come in and just be like, oh, so what did you see on this play? Well, I here's what I saw, right? Even like the quick whistles. Well, I see his glove go down. The puck was there. I don't see it coming out the other side, so I blew it dead. Right? Like shit, little shit like that, right? Just to hear their point of view. Or the fucking dumbass ref, uh, linesman that what? didn't call the icing at the end there. What? He was right there, and I, I, well, I could no, see it from the TV, from the camera angle that it hit his fucking pad. The ref was on the other side. The linesman was like on the left on uh, the blocker side of Leonard. But even the, the but the I ref can call it back though. The ref can say, "Hey, 
well, you made and a I mistake. Think, I think that's what happened. I think the linesman looked at the ref because he hesitated on blowing the whistle, right? And the ref was like, no, no, blow it. Like, that's what it looked like happened, right? That was like, Batman getting in his ear saying, hey, no, we got to keep going. We need Vegas to win. Speaking of ears, that lineman taking the puck off the air the other night? Holy shit. Good. It needs to wake him up a little bit. I'm kidding. I hope he's okay. <laughs> he's fine. He, he came back, but yeah, that looked like it. Anyway. <laughs> do, do you remember? Oh, what movie Maybe. was that from? What what movie was when he absolutely canned the referee twice in a row? Slapshot. No, not Slapshot. No. Oh, what? Yeah, it's Slapshot. They beat the shit out of the ref the entire game. Well, so no, that's one of them. Fairly? No, that was one of them. It was like, oh, maybe it was dodgeball or something. It might have been dodgeball. The movie dodgeball. Oh, <laughs> he cans yeah, the referee yeah, twice to <laughs> yeah, start calling that. an even match. Yeah. I, I I could be off about. Uh, no, I think you're right. It's I, I watched. It, I watched it not long ago, and I think you're right, man. <laughs> anyway, so, so so thinking about the refing thing. Last comment on it for me. It's really interesting. Now I'm thinking about it. Like it would be interesting to have like. Um, like if if the NHL just did a thing where you sit down with refs and uh, just walk through plays. Hey, here's what we here's what you saw. Did you make the right call? Yes or no? Why did you make this call? Whatever, right? And just completely sure. like me sitting there with them, just talking about it and just getting their opinions on different plays and stuff. Maybe that would actually open it. Like what they're trained to see. Maybe that would get rid of some of these problems with. Um, and I, now I've like a, this is a little bit extreme. What we've been seeing this playoffs is a little bit extreme with the no calls, but at least it would open up that knowledge. Like people would actually learn what these refs are doing, what they face in a game. Yeah. It maybe help them better understand from a ref's perspective the game, right? Yeah. And maybe get rid of some of this. Oh, like especially in the regular season. Oh, why the fuck you call that? Like that's shit. You gotta be whatever, right? Maybe that's a good thing in 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 a controlled environment. I don't know. It's interesting. It's a really interesting thought. I think so too. And, and do that. who knows? I mean, they, they might even eventually have like a, a guy in the sky, right? Like you might even have be a guy in the press box and guys in his ear saying, Hey dude, you missed something, right? Like I, I don't think it'll get to that point, but you know, there's definitely certain things that they could add in the future saying, Hey dude, you missed a high sticking call. And you know, I, 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 I doubt it. I doubt it. And I'm just, I'm just, Trying to create a little a little stir here, okay? It's just there could be a little bit of an eye in the sky. Yeah, to a certain extent, I think I agree. I just like what we've seen in the CFL and stuff happen, like them calling down. Oh, we need to look at this play. Just slows the game down a little bit. Because in the I don't know, I don't Who know. Knows? It, I think it would just slow the game down too much. Well, it takes away the integrity too, right? Like the, the battle and and you know even baseball, like they like they're still using umpires, like they're not using what they wanted to do with, with technology. Right. So it's, it, it, I, I don't think that would be a good move, but it was just one of those random thoughts. So it's good. Yeah. That's interesting. That's a, I didn't see us talking about refing in this tonight. So that's kind of cool. I think, hey. I think we're onto something though. Like I honestly think like if you could just have like a podcast or you, obviously you want to see the video so they can explain what they're looking at, like something like, right. Like a, but just, I think that would help, man. I really do. I would be inter- I would watch it for sure. There'd be no doubt in my mind. But it gives an insight to the referees too, being like, "Hey, this is what I saw." Okay, yeah, I, actually, that's fair. Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, I, as a fan, I'm, I I doubt it would calm anybody down, especially if their team lost. But at least gives them an insight to being like, "Okay, well, this is what he saw." Okay, I, 
unless now your name's Chris Lee and you said you didn't see it yet. You fucking full well did see it. You blind. Yeah. Well, don't get him on there. Like I want to hear the ref's perspective from tonight. Like, hey, there was imagine, a high on Weber here. What did you see? Well, I'm could I'm, you imagine West Macaulay on here? Oh, like yeah. <laughs> West Macaulay just be a riot. <laughs> yeah, he's my favorite. Um, but anyways, Jill, we've talked quite a bit here. Do you want to get into some rapid fire here quickly before we uh cap her off on a late night here? Or yes, sir. Let, uh, do you want me to do the rapid fire intro? Yeah, let's fucking go, man. All right, let's make sure this one's actually actually rapid today. Okay. All right. So or, Seattle's cracking. Just rename it to not so rapid fire. Well, okay. See, look, we've already fucked up. Now we're talking. Now it's not rapid. We've already screwed up. The JP and Jelly podcast show featuring the not so rapid fire. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> I will shut up now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a happy boy tonight, Johnny. I'm a happy boy. Jelly, on the not-so-rapid-fire segment here, Seattle Kraken finally named the head coach Dave Haxtell. (laughs) I mean, good job in Philly, but I'm I'm a little surprised on this one here. So what's your thoughts with Mr. Dave Haxtell being named the first head coach in Seattle history? There's better options out there. In my, I opinion. thought Rick Tockett was going to get it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's one option. Maybe. Uh, uh, now I'm dropping names, man. I, I looked at this today. I looked at Bruce, all the available. Uh, Bruce Boudreau, John yeah, I Tortorella. Thought, I thought Boudreau would have been a, like a front runner, in my opinion. That's who I'm looking at, probably. But uh, hey, obviously they have a vision there, and they're they're going for it. I just, I hope, hopefully it works out. So I think Haxtell, if they have a young team, because he's he was a college coach for so long, and he'd actually did pretty good with Philly in his two out of the four years there. Um, you know what? I think if if it's a young team and he's really grooming them to get up and, and into the NHL, I think he'll do a great job there. Yeah. From that aspect, I totally agree, man. I see that. I just think when there's so many established, really um, – proven coaches out there like it's it's interesting but hey like i said i think it's fine i like i don't really know a lot about him uh, as a coach um but yeah hey fill your boots fucking go for it i just hope it works out for them man yeah coliseum on the island now was that the last game there no I also hope it is because that would that's a really cool thing what they did throwing all the beer cans on there. You like that? I, I didn't I like thought that. It was hilarious, man. I just whatever, right? Do your thing. It's it's New York. It's the Islanders fans, man. They're fucking weird anyways. Like I wish hey. I could see a game there live. Like just be there for like just one playoff game and just feel the energy in that room. Like when they're singing like Hey Baby and all those other like songs that they're singing, like the karaoke right. songs, like it looks like a blast to be there. <laughs> That's what I mean, right? So hey, they got their thing, they threw it out there. Um actually I saw a funny tweet, uh tweet post, Twitter, tweet, whatever. Um, it's like beer cans hold my beer. And then it, remember <laughs> uh, in the Boston when Boston won the cup, I think the guys were pounding on the gra- glass so hard the pain fell over and fucking smoked. I don't remember who it was in the back. Do you remember yeah. that? I, I remember a bit of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, well, at least that didn't happen. And probably the beer cans were empty, so that's good. I don't know, man. Like, 
Florida does the rat thing. You got octopuses and stuff that throw on there. Why not at the end of the game when you win, throw freaking beer cans on there? It's kind of cool. Yeah. No, so um, sorry, I don't know if I heard that. But so, is it last game or no at the Coliseum? No, no. It, so you but it would be won. it would be cool if it was because of the beer can thing. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. But I hope not because I think Montreal can. Be, anyways, we've already talked about this. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, the Sedin brothers have a front office role now with the Vancouver Canucks. They're the like the assistant to the assistant general manager, if you will. So like they're they're more there as advisors for the GM. And actually, I'm kind of surprised they're in the front office role. I thought they'd be more in the coaching role, but I don't know. I'm yeah. curious your thoughts with them there. There was grumblings that they were going to be uh, in the front office for a while now. Um, and I think, I think this is setting them up to be co-GMs at some point, to be completely honest. I think this is a grooming time for them. Could you imagine a co-GM them for twins? Fuck, man. It, it would just be the most Sundin Vancouver thing ever, right? Sundin. Sundin. Yeah. Oh, did I say Sundins? Sundin. Yeah. Sorry. Whatever. <laughs> Same fucking people. It's been a long day, Sweden. Angel. <laughs> I'm crashing now, man. My adrenaline's wearing off. I'm starting oh, to get no. a little tired. Oh, no. That's okay. Um, <laughs> do you remember that that little video, that little picture they, uh, Vegas posted of Celine Dion? Did you see what she said today? Oh, yeah. She, well, she took a photo with uh, Yopi or whatever his name is. Yeah. She's like, I had nothing to do with that. That wasn't me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just straight Vegas trolling, man. Fuck, I love it. <laughs> I love every – like, let's be honest. Like, my – if Vegas would have won, I would be cheering for them in the finals. I've been like I've said before, I've been there. I love that team, man. It's so much fun, and like for them to like troll Montreal that way and stuff, and then like then Celine gets involved. Like I love that shit, man. I love it. <laughs> it's you know what's awesome. funny? So not so rapid here for a second. Um, I I saw um I, I watch a lot of baseball. So the Dodgers and the Padres rivals, best rivalry in baseball. Period. The Yankees and and Red Sox have nothing on it, right? Yeah. I watched the game last night. It was absolutely nuts. Crazy. The public libraries are going at it in San Diego and LA. I swear to God that San Diego, uh, I don't know what they tweeted or what they said, but they tweeted at the um, LA public library and said yeah. something like about like the, the them losing that series or whatever. And like the San Diego or the LA public library. I can't believe I'm even talking about this came back and was like um and said yeah when you guys win a when you guys win a world series then you can talk to us like (laughs) (laughs) just thinking about like the Celine Dion thing like the public libraries in San Diego and LA are going at it right now well they were over (laughs) not rivalry it's so funny to me oh that's awesome that makes sports better just I love it man it does um Olympics officially start in one month Yes, sir. No kidding. Hey. Are you going to be watching? What's your favorite thing to watch in the Olympics? Uh, for summer. Summer, yeah. Summer. Uh, well, there's golf in it now. Oh, that's um, right. That is now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's a big. One. We haven't talked about we uh, we haven't done a podcast since uh the U.S. Open, hey? No, it was last week we did one. That was cool. Anyways, um, what a golf ball up uh, by Shambo, by the way. Holy fuck, man. That looked like my scorecard, the back nine. Holy shit. <laughs> it was bad. Everyone will feel anyways. We could talk about that another day. We'll talk about it maybe next podcast. But so, um, <laughs> um I'll watch golf. I really enjoy watching the swimming and then like all the track and field stuff's cool too, man. 
Yeah. Dude, I, I really like the, the uh, original stuff, right? I'm happy they're going ahead with it, to be quite honest. Like, enough yeah. of this. Like, let's get moving with life. Like, enough. Like, let's get going. Time to move forward. You know what? We're all getting vaccinated. We're all doing everything we can. Let's fucking move forward. Like that that's we have to. We we can't we can't live like this forever. It's time to move on. Yeah, I agree. Um as what's your well, favorite sport, Johnny? I honestly like the sprinting. Yeah, I like the sprints. I like like the high jumps, like the I guess more of the track and field kind of stuff. Like I, yeah. I like that kind of stuff to watch. And I mean obviously the swimming's pretty good too, like when you know yeah. uh, so so uh, like, here's like a weird Michael Phelps and all that kind of stuff was, was yeah, the swimming exciting. Penny Alexia. Yeah, yeah, her too. Yeah, she's pretty awesome. That was such a cool story, man. When she was sixteen, just racking up medals. Crazy, man. Yeah, and then she tied that one chick. I was like, oh my god, it was nuts, man. What a <laughs> so much fun to watch. And it's like it's one of the first events, right? Yeah, that gets really going and stuff. I like watching the beach volleyball too. Those guys are athletes, man. Try running around in sand doing that shit. No, oh, thank no, you. thank you. Fuck that. Um, I, so anyways, cool little story here. This has turned into really not so rapid fire. Um, two things. <laughs> <laughs> there were so many people outside the Bell Center, the fans couldn't get out. <laughs> they were stuck inside an hour after the game. <laughs> they couldn't they get out couldn't the doors. Get out? They couldn't get out the doors. I, I thought they just didn't want to leave. Well, maybe that too. I would want to get outside and party with the boys, right? And the girls, right? Like, but yeah, they couldn't get out. Anyways, number two, um, the shot put record, which had been held for 35 years, was broken in qualifications wow. for the Olympics. Really cool. That's yeah, you destroyed it too, man. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, good. Here we go with the fucking Habs fans are acting like dickwads, flipping cop cars and shit. That doesn't surprise me in Montreal, unfortunately. No, they can get a little bit nuts. Anyways, I don't want to bring in that. No negativity. Whatever. It happens in every city. Let's be honest. Yeah. Even Calgary um, had problems with vandalization when we had the Red Mile and stuff. So whatever. Oh, for sure. Um, and then uh, last one on my list here, just because it uh, actually maybe two more here. Sorry. Um, there's been lots of rumors, obviously being here in Calgary. Matthew Kachuk is on the well, according to all those beat writers, reporters, whatever you want to call them, uh, that he's on the trading block and they're talking about him going to St. Louis. It's do you a think lie. That, do, yeah, do you think that happens? Because that if it happens, I'm going to absolutely be done with it. I'm not like I'll be done with the Flames for a long time. Honestly, John, I'll just be hanging up the jerseys in the in the. I'll go watch games. I'm not wearing a jersey. Like if that was to happen, I'd, I'd be done, man. I'll just cheer for Montreal. They'll become my one team. And uh, I'll put the jerseys back in. I'll go watch it. Flames games when I get the opportunity to, obviously, and go drink beer and just cheer for the other team. Fuck them. Yeah. But, like, there's no stock to that. I honestly probably, like, shame on that guy for even fucking bringing it up. Oh, I heard. Well, I'm sure I'm sure St. Louis would love to have Matthew Kachuk home. Wouldn't you? Your dad's a legend there. And, and honestly, maybe Matthew said something. He was probably talking to somebody. And they're like, hey, would you ever play in uh, Well, St. and then Louis? knowing and Matthew, probably, like, probably, yeah. Yeah, of course I would. Why wouldn't I want to play in my home city? It's no different than like Braden Point would probably say the same thing about Calgary. It's his home. Of course he's going to say that. There's guys who yeah. say it about Montreal. Yeah. There were guys on Vegas that were talking about like the, the how cool it was to play a playoff game in Montreal because they were growing up, they were Habs fans. Of course they're going to say this shit. So it was taken out of context. Shame on that guy for even throwing it out there like that. I'm happy the Flames came back. And even I think Kachuk said something I don't remember and said, this is bullshit. This is a lie. Yeah. Because right? so. I, I will be done with them if that happens. 
Like Tarasenko is done. He's he's, he's over the hill now. Like he's injured, unfortunately. Hell of a hockey player, but man, just no. Look, just, look if you, if you made a hockey trade out of it, then I, like whatever, right? But oh, we we're gonna give you Tarasenko. Oh fuck, great, thanks. <laughs> like five years ago, maybe I'm into that, but like right now, man, he he's he's getting old. He obviously he, he didn't have a great year after injuries. how bad he was. Yeah. yeah, like just no thank you. Yeah. Anyways, last yeah. thing, Joe. Leafs apparently, or Leaf fans, I should say, um, they're begging and they're crying for Bruce Boudreaux to replace Dave Haxtell as the assistant coach on that team. Do you think Bruce, just to get back into it, is actually going to come to an assistant role? Or do you think he keeps waiting until he gets that head coaching role again? No. That's all I have to say about that. Why the fuck would he do that? I think... I have a sneaking suspicion that he's had job opportunities as a head coach and just isn't taking them because I don't, maybe he doesn't really want to get back in. Has anyone asked him, do you want to coach again? And he'd probably say yes, because obviously to make sure like if it like, let's say somebody quits, if you have an opportunity to go coach a really good hockey team, you're going to fucking take it. Right. Yeah. But yeah, to be an assistant, like why would you do that? And if you're Toronto, why are you doing that? And cool little Why not story. Just fire about... your head fucking coach and bring him in as a head coach. <laughs> so another cool story regarding Boudreau. So he has um, a son. His son's a, a head coach as well. So his son coaches the Comets. I think it's oh, what's the, the is it ECHL? Remember. ECHL though. It's, it's yeah, the Comets. Yeah. And his son is the head coach of that Comets team. So if he wins, if his son wins the Kelly Cup is what it's called, and that's going to be the first father-son duo to ever win the Kelly Cup, the the Boudreaux. Oh, cool. Kind of cool, actually. eh? So like his son's following in his footsteps, essentially, right? So I don't know. I I kind of thought that's a cool little story right right there with with his son and, and, of course, Bruce there. So both, you know, seem to be having some good success too, right? So I'm kind of shocked. Utro hasn't had an offer yet. And like you said, maybe he just hasn't accepted it. Maybe he's just, ah, I'm good. Cause I, he's probably made a bunch of money and just enjoying well, life. And yeah, I think he's probably made more than you and I will ever shake a sick at. That's for sure. <laughs> right. Like seriously, I think too, like, I don't know. I, maybe I, how old's Brucey now? He's probably his sixties. I'd say. I don't even know how to spell his name. There he is. B-O-U. He's fucking 66 years old, right? He's been in the league. I think it's got to be the right thing for him. Maybe he wasn't the right decision for the Kraken, right? Right? Like, maybe he didn't want to go there. He didn't want to start from scratch, right? Like, yeah. maybe maybe he's more of a, like, um, waiting for a team that's faltering a little bit to, like, uh, national. And just kind of get him back on course kind of thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and make a playoff run, right? I don't know. No, I, I see that too. Absolutely, I do. Oh, yeah, he doesn't take an assistant role. If anything, he moves into an office role, right, or like a assistant sure. role, or not a, like an assistant coach role, something like an assistant GM or something like that, right? Yeah, or an no, advisor to the coaching staff or some stupid shit, right? Whatever, <laughs> right? No, seriously, right? Like that's, anyways. No, I think so, man. I, and I, I think you're onto that. it. Um, but either way, Jelly, we've had an awesome podcast. Montreal's going to the Stanley Cup Finals, buddy. Unbelievable, like, man. Unbelievable. Game seven's tomorrow night between the Islanders and Tampa Bay. 
I am so excited to watch that. Are you, um, do you know what's going on tomorrow night? Are you guys having? I Vegas? don't yet. Okay. Let me no, know. No, I don't know yet. I'm hoping we'll find out tomorrow morning, hopefully, and then we yeah, can kind of go from there. So yeah, it'd be fun um, to get together for that one, man. That'll be oh fun yeah, to man. watch. So. Absolutely, because that's the only time you want to get together with us now. So because obviously we don't want to jinx ourselves you know here. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When it comes to watching <laughs> sports, yes. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. Correct. <laughs> but anyway. um, Jelly, I also want to touch on this little milestone for us here, buddy. So, and I just want to thank everybody listening right now. It's been a phenomenal. We're at eight episodes now, and we actually we're just one shy away right now of 200 followers on Instagram. And again, just people following us, people listening everywhere, wherever you guys are. Thank you so much just for even listening right now. And it's been awesome. Can't wait to keep creating more episodes for you guys to keep listening to. Yes, sir. I pre- I, I'm with Johnny on this. I appreciate it. Sorry, our, uh, we've been a little bit sporadic here. It's been uh, it's been a little busy lately. It's summertime. Yeah, summer's kind of, you know, the playoffs are slowing down, obviously, as well. So less to talk about. But there's always other sports to talk about, too. And, um, yeah, we'll be back next week. Hey, Johnny. Absolutely, buddy. Mixed Maybe in a couple more days. We'll wait and see. Yeah, see how things. Maybe we do a pre Stanley Cup final one. There we go. Well, it starts on Monday, so I think Sunday looks pretty open for me right now. Is that what they said? It starts Monday. Yeah. What am I doing Saturday? I won't be hung over for a Sunday podcast for once. Fuck! Imagine that. I might be. It's a Christmas mirror. I still might be anyways. We'll see how tomorrow (laughs) night goes, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Have a great night. Uh, Go Habs! Let's go Habs. Unbelievable, Johnny. Unbelievable. Let's go, buddy. Love you, man. Love you, too.